Good morning, good morning. Today is Sunday, March 5th. It's currently 47 degrees out there. It's supposed to get to a high of 73, and it is sunny. Just a few prayer requests. Uh, one for uh, Katrina, a uh, young lady that came into the church yesterday afternoon and uh, was just uh, uh, had an issue with her boyfriend there and was getting reunited with her family and Griffin. And so just want to lift her up and the family. And also uh, Wade uh, just put on here for his mother-in-law, Jeanette. She's been admitted to the hospital yesterday afternoon with COVID-related pneumonia. And my uh, old lead mechanics uh, in the intensive care with a motorcycle accident. So let's pray and we'll get started with our lesson. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day and thank you for waking us up, Lord. The sun shining, we just... Uh, Ask that you would glorify yourself today, a day set aside to worship you, glorify you, praise you, Lord, uh, as we come together and uh, congregate, Lord, and uh, do that together. And so, Father, we just ask that you be with these requests, uh, Wade's mother-in-law, Jeanette, Lord, we just ask for healing, Lord, uh, while in the hospital there, give the doctors and nurses direction and uh, wisdom on what's going on with her, how to treat her, Lord. And we just ask for your healing hand. This uh, Also for this girl, uh, Katrina, Lord, we just ask that you just, uh, she re reunited her with her family, Lord, that there would be forgiveness and love, and Lord, that they would just uh, move forward in the right direction, that you'd use this to draw them close to you, Lord. Uh, and so we just lift up her and the whole situation there, Lord. And also Rick, uh, we just lift up him for healing in the hospital there, Lord. And, uh, we just thank you, Father. Uh, be with us right now as we get into this lesson, into your um, word, Lord. We just uh, uh, ask for your spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, Holy Spirit empowering three terms, one reality. And we have Acts chapter 1. The Promise of the Holy Spirit is the title. In the first book, O Theophilus, I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day when he was taken up. After he had given commands through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen, he presented himself alive to them after his suffering by many proofs, appearing to them during forty days and speaking about the kingdom of God. And while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You heard from me. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you do this time to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father is fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And when he said these things, they were looking on, and he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes. And he said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Allah, 
Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey away. And when they had entered, they went up to the upper room where they were staying, Peter and John and James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus and Simon the zealot and Judas the son of James. All these with one accord were devoting themselves to prayer together with the women and Mary the mother of Jesus and his brothers. In those days, Peter stood up among the brothers. The company of persons was in about... 120, and said, Brothers, the scripture has been fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit spoke beforehand by the mouth of David concerning Judas, who became a guide to those who arrested Jesus, for he was numbered among us and was allotted his share in this ministry. Now this man acquired a field with the reward of his wickedness, and falling headlong, he burst open in the middle, and all his bowels gushed out, and it became known to all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, so that the field was called in their own language. Alcadema, that is, field of blood, for it is written in the book of Psalms, May his camp become desolate, and let there be no one to dwell in it, and let another take his office. So one of the men who have accompanied us during all this time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John until the day when he was taken up from us, one of these men must become with us a witness to his resurrection. And they put forward two, Joseph called Barsabbas, who was also called Justice, and Matthias. And they prayed and said, You, Lord, know the hearts of all. Show which of these two you have chosen to take the place of this ministry and apostleship from which Judas turned aside to go to his own place. And they cast lots for them, and the lot fell on Matthias, and he was numbered with the eleven apostles. And then Acts chapter 2, The Coming of the Holy Spirit is the title. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And it divided tongues as... And divided tongues as of fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And at this sound the multitude came together, and they were bewildered, because each one was hearing them speak in his own language. And they were amazed and astonished, saying, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in his own native language? Parthians and Medes and Elamites and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus, Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabians. We hear them telling in our own tongues the mighty works of God, and we are all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others mockingly said, They are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, lifted up his voice and addressed them, Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you, and give ear to my words. For these people are not drunk, as you suppose, since it is only the third hour of the day. But this is what uh, was uttered through the prophet Joel. At the last days... 
it shall be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even on my male servants and my female servants, in those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy, and I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the day of the Lord comes, the great and magnificent day. It shall come to pass that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested to you by God with mighty works and wonders and signs that God did through him in your midst. As you yourselves know, this Jesus delivered up according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God. You crucified and killed him, killed by the hands of lawless men. God raised him up, loosening the pains of death because he was not possible for him to be held by it. For David says concerning him, I saw the Lord always before me, for he is at my right hand, that I might not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad and my tongue rejoiced. My flesh also will dwell in hope, for you will not abandon my soul to Hades or let your Holy One see corruption. You have made known to me the path of life, and you will make me full of gladness with your presence." Brothers, I may say to you with confidence about the patriarch David that he both died and was buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Being therefore a prophet, and knowing that God had sworn an oath to him that he would set one of his descendants on his throne, he foresaw and spoke about the resurrection of the Christ, that he was not abandoned to Hades, nor did his flesh see corruption. This Jesus God raised up. And of that we are witnesses, being therefore exalted by the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he has poured out this, that you yourselves are seeing and hearing, for David did not ascend into the heavens, but he himself says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, that you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit for the promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. And with many other words, he bore witness and continued to exhort them, saying, Save yourselves from this crooked generation. So those who received this word were baptized, and the were added that day about 3,000 3, souls. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common, and they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending to the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received the food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people, and the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. Holy Spirit empowering, three terms, one reality. You shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, Acts 1, 5, 8, and 2, 4. 
When the book of Acts addresses Holy Spirit empowering for ministry, three different terms are used to describe the same reality. When Jesus promised this power, he used the term baptized with. You shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. When he indicated that this power would result in a worldwide witness, the term come upon you was used. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Then, when these promises of the Spirit were fulfilled, the term employed was filled with, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. It's clear that these three sets of terms in Acts 1 and 2 are all referring to the same spiritual phenomenon, the Holy Spirit empowering Jesus' followers for witness. Each terminology may carry its own descriptive implications. To be baptized with, the Spirit is like being inundated by him. To have the Spirit come upon you is like being impacted from above by him. To be filled with the Spirit is like overflowing with him. Nevertheless, although each expression brings its own picture, they all are describing the same reality. All three terms are biblically accurate, although filled with the Holy Spirit is used more, most frequently throughout Acts. These promises of Holy Spirit empowering cannot be monopolized by any denominational group or theology theological heritage, nor can they be ignored by any individual or segment within the body of Christ. These truths are for all of God's children. Every disciple of the Lord Jesus must continue to learn and grow in this essential spiritual empowering. Perhaps a word of clarification is in order. These promises are not about the Spirit indwelling the people of God. The Holy Spirit definitely lives within every born-again believer in Jesus Christ. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? The Spirit already lived within the apostles when they were given these promises. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, John 20, 22. These promises are about the indwelling Spirit flooding and overflowing our lives with the empowering reality of his presence. Dear Lord Jesus, you came to give us life abundant. Please fill my life to overflowing with the empowering work of your Spirit. Lord, I am not seeking personal benefits or experiences. I'm asking to become a more effective witness. I need the Holy Spirit's power that I might reflect the reality of the risen Christ. In your mighty name, amen. Amen and amen. You guys have an amazing day. We'll see you soon.